say home is where the heart is. So I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. We are back three weeks later, but that's okay. Uh, with another episode of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how we doing? I'm glad we're back. Yeah, no, it, it was, um, I think we needed a little break. I was feeling a little like, meh, about just recording in general. I don't know why. But uh, I was, I will say, I kind of had that feeling again today. But then as the night went on, I was excited to get here and record again. Me too, man. I thought we were kind of playing chicken, actually. I don't know if it was mutual, but I was playing chicken with you a little bit. All right. Go on. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'll give myself credit. I did mention recording yesterday. Yes, you did. So that's plus one for me. Yes. And then uh, you waited quite a while to get back to me today. I felt like the ball was in your court. Uh, oh, one hundred percent. I could have said something, you know. No, so but it's uh, it's not on you. You brought it up. I said yes. I'll let you know, and then I didn't let you know until pretty late. Yeah, there are sometimes I just assume like, okay, we'll do it at this time, and I don't take into account other people, and that's a problem. Because so, I just assumed when I said I was good to go, Kyle will be good to go, and that's not how it works. So pretty late. Uh, I don't know what like seven ish. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I'm already thinking because you you've explained to me now that your sleep schedule is a little bit different. But I was already thinking, I think he's playing chicken with me because I think it's too late for him already. Um, I was thinking, you know, you're gonna have to go to bed at like nine. So that's why I said, how about nine nine thirty? Yeah, and that was a that was a move by me. That was that was me. Being... I didn't know you were doing. I didn't know you were making a move. <laughs> yeah, that was me being a douchebag. No, no, that's not a douchebag. I kind of like that. Like, well, I just thought there was no way you were gonna say yes, especially because I put slash nine thirty. I thought nine thirty is way too late. For oh, you. and it's funny because I responded, <laughs> "How about nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you said, and "I then waited I was like, you, you out. I waited you out a little bit." <laughs> and then I was like, "You know, nine thirty. Wow, we're playing uh, the games in the relationship when it gets a little rocky." Yeah, yeah. And it's nothing about our personal relationships. It's just our uh, motivation to do the podcast, I think. Oh, yeah. I think so. So, wow. I, so didn't, I was are. in a game of chicken. I didn't even know. No, but I get it. I've, I haven't felt very motivated lately, and I don't know why. Yeah, and I guess that's me projecting onto you, because uh, I guess that's the second time I did that. I, I don't remember what the one last time was, but... What do you mean? Last time we played chicken? No, last time, well, something like that. We were having some sort of conversation about maybe recording the podcast, and uh, I, I think it was the same exact type of situation. And I, I thought something was going on, and and you said no, and was projecting or something, but whatever. No, it's all right. I mean, we've been going strong for quite a long time. If we have these like down phases, it's a little expected for us, you know. And everything you and I do in life, it seems like we go hard for a while. Then we completely fall off. I, I do want to say this is one of the more consistent things that I've stuck with. These conversations that we're having weekly. Me too. Um, in a really long time. Me or too. I, I was just thinking. Um, I mean, my, my mind went there today. Uh, I was just thinking. You missed three weeks in a row. Four weeks. Five weeks. That could be the end. Yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be too hard to see that being the end. Yeah, that I would. I had those thoughts too. Like, is are we even going to do this anymore? Like, what are we going to talk about? Does anyone even give a fuck? Like, no. but you know, I did have some people say, "Hey, like, where's the pod? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh, I didn't know people cared." So that kind of felt good. But really, people yeah, care? I, yeah. Well, I had a few people saying, "Like, what are you guys doing? Where? Mm -hmm. What happened?" 
Hmm. So, yeah, you know, we just had to take some time. That's good to know. We really missed the opportunity to get some fake drama drummed up, though. Like, we could have had, like, Chris and Kyle at odds. We each release a solo one explaining our side of the fake fight. Oh, wow. That's, like, a, that's a lot of work. I yeah. like the idea. But... Like, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, like, I'll post a, a long thing. Well, Kyle did this, this, and this. And, and then you'll release the next week, say, I wasn't going to speak on it. But since Chris felt the need to take our name and put something out, I'll go ahead and do the same. I've seen that. Um, we could have done it. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. And then then we go on other people's podcasts and we talk about how shitty the other one is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we come back and just go, it's just a prank, guys. Yeah, it's not bad. We fucked um, up. That's all right, though. Well, I'm still going to title this one something like, is the podcast over? Or something yeah. like that. No, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. But I am I am glad we're here chatting. And I'm glad we're being open and honest here. Yeah. yeah we both so. thought maybe is that the end? It's not. Or is it? We'll see next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're being pretty inconsistent. We are damn close to 100, though. I know, and I, we can't not at least make it to 100. Yeah. You know, I have faith in us. We'll bounce back. It's been a pretty tumultuous, very busy, uh, couple weeks for us both. Um, so yeah, we're just moving past it. We're here now, and we're gonna do what we got to do. Yeah, you do have something really big going on. I don't know if you want to talk about it. Oh, yeah, of course. It's uh, announced to the world now. Um, The world, a.k.a. my Instagram followers and everyone that follows us on Facebook. We finally got pregnant. Michelle finally got pregnant. I do want to say I don't like the we're pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I don't think I should say we're pregnant because I'm not doing any of the work. My job was done when I went now, I totally agree with this rant you just went on, but the first thing you said was we're pregnant. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And then I realized, you know what? No. No, I, I'm i not a we're pregnant guy, and I'm going to make that stand now, and I'm going to stick by it. Well, congratulations, dude. That's uh, that's really big. That's fucking huge. So goddamn excited. I don't know yeah. how I'm going to wait a month to figure out the gender, but fuck it. We're going to. Because, I mean, I've talked about how I am with Christmas gifts and opening things up. I want to do it as soon as possible. Now, this is something I didn't know. I was talking to my mom about it. Um, I don't even know how accurate it is, but she was, I was asking her, like, you know, when do people know the gender or whatever? And she's like, well, a lot of people don't. Like, unless there's some sort of problem or, or like you look at the ultrasound or something, like, there's no reason to check for the gender. Is, is this accurate? Yeah, some people will just wait till it comes out. But you can get blood work to get it done. You can see it on the ultrasound if you want to, you know, figure it out. I figured, especially because you guys have had uh, a rough go at it, then you were probably doing more regular ultrasounds anyway than, than usual, right? Yeah, we've definitely done a couple more just for peace of mind. And that's not even per the doctor's advice. That's just us wanting peace of mind. So what's the deal with this whole gender thing? Like, is it already on paper somewhere or you got to go back to figure it out or what's going on? We have to go back and do a blood test, which Michelle is doing, I think, next week. And then we're waiting a little bit and then we're going to do it. A blood test will tell you. Yeah. So dicks and vaginas are coated in blood. Potentially. I I don't know how it works. I'm not a scientist, Um, but I know they can figure it out through a blood test. There's a certain, I don't know. Some level in the blood will be higher if it's a boy or if it's a girl. 
Now, I did want to tell you that I'm a little bit offended by this entire ordeal because personally, I don't believe in gender. So the idea of having a gender reveal party is pretty disgusting, if you ask me. No, I agree. And we should not be gendering babies. There should be a curtain or something that goes around the genitalia. And then the baby can decide at the age of 13. There is no genitalia. That's a made up social construct. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I agree. Biologically, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, the, the, it, should be, it should be the natural way that God intended. You should just let the child decide its own gender at about two years old. It, it will say something incomprehensible, and you'll decide what that means, and then you have surgery. That's how God intended it. Yes, we should, we should start the hormones right away, just to like, because we know it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll see. Uh, I guess that was pretty misogynistic of me, and pretty i should have never gendered my baby and so how about that airline food (laughs) yeah Um, all right yeah (laughs) yeah oh yeah you you were on an airline recently um but yeah we're we're having a baby and i'm excited and um yeah i'm excited i've been sometimes it doesn't feel real as weird as that sounds like i always be like oh shit like we're going to have a baby. And then we saw like the ultrasound we went to was like 3D and they they tell you to drink like a, a little bit of caffeine before. Hmm. So the baby like moves around while they're doing the ultrasound and you can like see the baby moving and stuff. Hmm. At three months. Crazy. Is that where you're at now? Yeah. 12 weeks. Okay. So six more months left. Which means I got some work to do. How is she? She's good. She was um she had a lot of morning sickness and just general nausea throughout the whole first trimester. Mm. I mean, technically she's going to be in the second trimester coming up, but the last like week or so, she's had like way more energy, feeling way better. So Yeah, cuz I think you've told me that in the past in in other uh trials and tribulations, she was really sick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So she she did have that sickness, but it um it's like pretty much gone away now. So she's doing good energy wise, but there was night she was like falling asleep at like seven forty five, eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Just passed out, exhausted, and then waking up puking the next day. Well, that's great, man. I'm I'm glad everything's going well. Yeah, very um, excited. You got a, you got a ways to go. Yeah. Um, but uh I don't know. Cliche things, uh, enjoy every moment of it and uh yada yada yada. Live, laugh, love and well, you have reminders all over your house for that. I don't have that many reminders over my house. I don't. I think in, in every single room you have reminders on the walls telling you to live, laugh, and love. So no, because we don't have any that say live, laugh, and love. We do have some cheesy slogans up, but I had nothing to do with those. What do they say? I don't know. I don't know. I really Bullshit. have no idea. Bullshit. No, I swear on my life, I couldn't tell you what one of the signs says. Probably one says something about being wine o'clock. All right. We'll put a pin in this because I'm coming over next week and I will I will rigorously note every single one yeah there's then, definitely the it's a wine o'clock or something somewhere yeah yeah there's 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 quite a few mm-hmm. i'll be i'll be going through every room <laughs> you're just like searching private <laughs> parts of the house like what is it <laughs> with a notebook and a pen <laughs> <laughs> just disgusted hi michelle how's things going yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. oh really yeah very interesting. Mm-hmm. I see a couple Marshalls bags here. What was it? What, what was in those? Yeah. Uh, what kind of paraphernalia were you getting from Marshalls? <laughs> paraphernalia. <and> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's just corny couple paraphernalia, mid thirties paraphernalia. Mm, the worst. Yeah, that's rough. How are things going with you? I uh, I hear you're injured. You got an ankle problem here. Yeah, I'm uh, slowly getting better. Um, but uh, I've been wanting to work out, and I, I finally got back into the gym last week. But uh, can't run yet. My, my ankle's a little messed up, and my calf is a little bit locked up. It, it'll be okay. I'll get, get there soon. All right. Yeah, I just uh, my back injury just uh, finished up. That's that's me being old. Throughout my back, it lasted like a week and a half, two weeks. I could have went to the gym at the end of the last week, but I feel like I was kind of finding excuses not to go. Just being out of it for a couple of weeks, it's like, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So yeah, that's easy. Um, kind of tangentially, but my sister—I don't know. She's just different um, because she asked me to go to the gym yesterday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's going now, which is cool. And she asked me to go yesterday and she had sent me a picture of her brunch like a couple hours earlier and it was super heavy. It was like eggs and chorizo gravy. And, oh, and, I, and like it looked great. But but I was just thinking like she wants to go to the gym after that. Like for me, if I have anything like that, the day's over. Yeah, that's it. Like as far as you, you mentioned excuses not to go to the gym, that's all I need is one meal even mm. close to unhealthy. And I'm just like, well, the day's over. Yeah. It's wasted. I had Reese's today. I can't go to the gym. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 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 No, it's no, I, I need to I'm trying to get out of the habit of making those excuses. I know it's only going to take a couple of days in a row of me getting back in the gym, but I don't have excuses anymore. I'm setting myself up. So tomorrow is a day I'm going and I'm going to exercise. I did start today off by taking an extra long walk with Ollie. So went disc golfing today. That's about like two, three mile hike. Nice. So uh, I'm feeling good. It felt good to be outside today in the warmth because I've been inside for quite some time now. Don't do much outside when it's cold. Well, your your boy Huberman talks about how important it is to get out in the sun. Yeah. Uh, I think about that once in a while after I spend all morning inside and then finally step out into the sun. I'm like, ah, I should have done this sooner, but uh, it's good. He even says like a quick 10 minutes outside, like right when you wake up, just go outside for 10 minutes. That's what he says, yeah. And honestly, it sounds so easy, but for some reason, I'm like, no, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm just going to lay in bed a little bit longer. Yeah, it's tough for me with uh, work because it's dark when I get in the car to start driving. So I don't Mm. get out until, but I could easily take a quick 15 minute break and just go stand outside. Yeah, that's a good excuse to get away too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll start doing it. I got back on the cold shower train. I fell off of that too. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's just tough, especially when it's cold out. I just the winter ruins everything, and seasonal depression is a real fucking thing. People that say it's not are just wrong. The amount of joy I had just from being outside for a couple hours was—I was on cloud nine today. Really? Oh yeah, I felt so good. So lots of disc golf in my future. That's what gets me outside and gets me moving. Disc golf, something to do. Maybe now that you're uh, you're here in the states, you'll give it a try. I've got plenty of extra discs. I think you'd enjoy it. Why would you say that? What do you mean? It just sounds like worse than any other sport or activity. Why? What sounds bad about it? It sounds so boring. It's a great time. 
Just yeah. walking in the woods, throwing discs, trying to hit chains. What do you mean? Okay, I'll just. So I've never golfed, but I think I would hate it. And the only other things I can compare it to would be like bowling. I hate bowling. Uh, like darts. I just hate activities where like it's your turn and you just got to do this precise thing and then you know you you do it good and everybody goes wow or you do it bad and everybody goes oh and like i just really prefer fast-paced sports and uh yeah it, it, this type of thing just sounds boring and annoying it kind of kind of sounds like you kind of uh you like team sports more is it more of a working in a team not wanting that accountability on you not necessarily because i really also enjoy things like uh like tennis uh i liked pickleball when i played it um that's such like a white mid-30s thing to do right now is pickleball every male in their 30s is playing pickleball i thought that sounded pretty awful too but um but it does have that fast pace and like i really like to break a sweat when i do this type of stuff so yeah and i know okay i guess this is also what it is it's like the ultimate goal of this stuff would be to get into that flow state where you're not really thinking about stuff anymore. And that's like fast paced stuff is a lot more conducive to that because you have to react and, and use all your faculties and stuff. So I guess what I'm saying is if I'm going to be outside doing an activity, I would far, I would much rather spend it doing something. Yeah. Fast paced and high intensity. Like Maybe that. that's because you need more to distract you to get into that flow state. You can't handle it with the slow pace stuff because it's not as. Yeah. All you kids are the same, the TikTok generation. I mean, you just need 15 second clips. Move on. You might be right. Yeah, you might be right. I might not be capable of enjoying a nice slow afternoon with the dudes. You could, but you got to let it hit you, you know, take it easy. Because it's not just we're out here like, oh, let's we're just concentrating on let's just throw discs and throw it as well as we can. We're busting balls, telling stories, catching up. A couple beers, maybe some weed, throwing discs at the basket, walking through the woods. Beautiful day. Nothing like it. It's a more relaxing type movement. You've made a decent point, but I still don't like it. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to pull your leg. If you want to come. You let me know. I'm not going to be the guy chasing you down. Fair enough. What are you doing next weekend? You want to go disc golfing? <laughs> yeah, dude. It sounds great. Let's go. Yeah. All right. I'll see you next weekend. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much what's going on with me. Trying to get back into the gym, having a baby, getting things ready for a baby. Nothing else? Mm. You'd think we'd have I'd have a little more like to update with considering we've been away for what, three weeks now. Yeah. Um, my anxiety has been pretty bad. <laughs> just that probably comes with the whole baby on the way thing, but just wanting everything to be perfect and everything in line. So it's not like a general type thing. It's more specifically focused on stuff or, or describe it. What are you dealing with? Mm-hmm. Just looking for stuff to be nervous about. If I'm not nervous, I'll sit there and go, hmm, what should I be worrying about right now? There's got to be something. Really? Yeah. Don't like it. That could be because I'm not in the gym as much. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. 
but we'll see. Working on it. Did you ever get back into therapy? Yeah, I've been back in therapy. I did miss my appointment last week, but I am going on Tuesday. I got to do that again. Yeah, it's been a little bit for you. I mean, you've you've yeah. been preoccupied, so it makes sense. But just don't uh, use it as an excuse. Keep uh, try to get back in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I can just uh, just say that something really awful happened in my life. I was involved in something really awful. And uh, that's the reason I'm back in Rhode Island. And uh, it's still going on, so I can't really talk about it much. But it's uh, been a really, really awful couple weeks. Yep. And uh, we're not going to focus on it at all. But um, I'm rooting for you. It will get better. Need some time. But just hang in there. You're doing what you got to do, and just don't let that distract you from the bigger picture and thing and this whole thing. Yeah. Well, it, it already is. It, it already has gotten better as far as like how I feel in general, because the first few days were like just torture, just, you know, we're talking about what you're thinking about, basically where your thoughts go. And I couldn't think about anything else um for a while more than just a few days but like anything else you do other things in life and then you think about other things and you can forget about something for first it's only a few minutes you know uh then it's a few hours and and you know things are going a little bit i'm thinking about it less but it's it's still really right there and um this sucks it would be great if someone would figure out how to speed up that process because it is so true. Like if you like lose a loved one, pet, whatever, something terrible happens, it it really is that process of, okay, I can't stop thinking about it at all. Okay, I got a few minute break. Okay, a few day break. And then it just gets longer and longer. How can we speed up that process? It's a stupid question because there's no right way unless there's memory wiping uh, software we can use, but it would really be nice if we could speed that up a bit. Well, I think it's an interesting topic because you're, you're kind of posing it as this, like almost like a joke. Um, well, no, that's not, I know that's not how you meant it, but like this unsolvable thing, but I think there are better and worse ways of, I guess the word is processing. Um, but one way is just to addiction. Basically you just get drunk and, do drugs and stuff and just try to escape those thoughts i haven't really gone that way although i kind of wanted to mm. um because that is the easiest way yeah and they they say that's just putting it off i don't know I've, I've never personally been through that really um it makes sense i guess if you're not really dealing with it you got to eventually um i don't know man i i guess like uh i didn't really meditate for for a while now and then i meditated a couple times a couple days in a row and i felt like i did go through it a little bit more because let's say for instance um still being really vague but whatever you still get it like my normal mode maybe just when i'm at home is like playing on my phone something like scrolling whatever and i'll just have these quick little flashes where i think about it and i'll kind of push it away like no distract yourself again right 
And that's really different from if I'm meditating and I'm silent for 20 minutes, I'll have to kind of go into it um, a little bit more. And I feel like, I feel like that is getting something done. It is kind of arranging thoughts and emotions in, in little chunks. So just, uh, yeah, I guess the point there is like, that is, yeah. In that example, I, I guess going on the phone or whatever is similar to using drugs or alcohol. Oh yeah. Whereas sitting, sitting alone in silence is, is kind of dealing with it, I guess. It's looking for that hit of dopamine and you need a lot of help getting that hit of it in that time and drugs, alcohol, you know, something on your phone, that's going to give you that hit of dopamine that you're looking for that helps you push it down. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like it's so tough because like we've talked about being in those extreme lows for a while and knowing what we have to do, but not being able to. It's the same type of thing with a situation like this is, you know, there are certain things you can do that'll be better for you to help you process it, but it's so hard to fucking do it. Yeah. Like the meditating, you're like, oh, I didn't for a while, but these last couple of days I was able to, it's not because you were finally like, oh, fuck it, I'll do it. It's because it was easier for you to do it at that time. I mean, there's no, it would have been hard for you to sit down and try to process things when it was so fresh, like. I feel like meditating would have been impossible for you. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that is just how it goes. Um, and in the moment you could put yourself down, like, for example, like you said, you were using excuses to not go to the gym and, and you could, you could kind of kick yourself and say, that's my fault. Or you could just say, I wasn't ready. And uh, it's, it's like, there's this gray area where, well, it just happened today so of course i'm not going to go to the gym and then the next day it's like well it just happened yesterday i'm not gonna and then there's this little period where you say well maybe i could or maybe i couldn't and uh in reality i think it's just you do it when you're ready however long it takes yeah and uh i hope i'm getting closer to being okay i don't know yeah just got to keep doing those things that you know are helping you in the moment even if it is only helping you in the moment and just uh, enjoy those moments. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, there's no piece of advice I can offer you other than just say, hey, I'm rooting for you. I'm here if you want to let it out. But I, yeah, it's tough. Well, that's enough, man. I do appreciate that. Um, there's really, yeah, there's really nothing anyone can do. Yeah, it's like when someone you know, someone close to you loses a loved one. The the first thing you want to do is offer like, oh, well, they lived a good life. Here's why you shouldn't be upset. It's sometimes you don't need to just offer solutions. You just need to offer comfort. Yeah. One thing I want to start doing, this is a advice from a friend of mine, actually. He said, you know, listen, when I'm talking to my wife and she's very upset, I always used to like default to giving advice here's how it's here's how we can make it better here's why we shouldn't feel this way and now i'll ask do you want solutions or do you want comfort just Mm. start with there and make them think oh what do i want right now and kind of just go from there have you done that no i haven't had a situation where i've had to yet Mm. but i don't know what i would have said i might have just said i don't know yeah, that that the first thing that popped in my mind after he said that was sometimes you won't get a rational answer out of the person when you ask that. But 
I do think it is good to set that tone and at least put it in their head like, hey, I don't know what I want right now. Maybe I should kind of go through the motions here, see what I do want. Yeah. Having uh, an end goal is going to get you out of that situation. In the very beginning, I was definitely getting a lot of advice. And I kind of needed it, but it ended up being too much where a lot of it conflicted with each other and ended up getting more confused. And some of it I wanted to hear and some of it I didn't want to hear. I guess, I guess it's true that when someone gives you support, that's always going to be good. Um, the advice might be good or it might not be good. So yeah, I think, I think that supports what you're saying. The other thing too is, if you're on, you know, and your side of the shoe here, that doesn't make sense, but your side <laughs> of the situation here, um, try to not get mad when the advice you're given isn't great. I mean, I've done that before too. Like, why the fuck would that be what we should do? Yeah. It's just someone trying to help. It's hard to not just react that way when you hear something and it sounds a little outlandish, but it's good to like, take a minute before responding and realize, oh, they're just saying this because they're trying to do everything they can to make me feel better in this moment. Was that the right thing? No, but it came from a good spot. I had a couple of those. Um, Yeah, a couple of those. And in one instance, it took me a few days to come to terms with it and realize, okay, they were just trying to help. Yeah. And, you know, move on. And in the other one, it was pretty recently, it just took like, I was just chatting on my computer and I was like, enough. That's enough um, with the advice and the questions and shit. And then I just kind of walked away from my computer, went to the bathroom. And while I was in the bathroom, I kind of told myself exactly what you just said. It's just like, you're just trying to help. Went back and kind of like slowed down. But, uh, but yeah, man, when you're in that position and your emotions are heightened, <laughs> It's it's easy to hear the wrong thing or take it the wrong way and, and vice versa. Like if you're on the other side, yeah, I guess just be careful. And and like you're saying, you're you're kind of just saying to slow it down. Yeah. Because um, you're like you're so fucking stressed. Like you're already as stressed as you could possibly be, and someone's giving you information or advice that isn't going to help, or they did something that might make the situation worse, but came from the best spot. And I try to keep that in mind too when i'm offering that advice and so if i get like snapped at a little bit i'm like well they're not happy right now i understand i'll probably get an apology later if not i'll beg for one but (laughs) i'll get it and depending on how the advice or the analysis is presented it can be shit either way so for example i was getting really frustrated when somebody would say something with certainty when they would say it's like this. You got to do this, and I would and I would have this natural reaction like, "How the fuck do you know? Yeah, what are you even talking about?" And then the opposite would be like, somebody's like, "Well, I don't know, but I think maybe this." And I would be like, "If you don't know, then why are you even saying that?" Yeah, and <laughs> you know, so yeah, I guess I guess my experience kind of does support what you're saying. Like, yeah, just give them space if if you're dealing with somebody who's having a rough go of it. Yeah, just give them space and and try to figure out what they need before giving them what you think they need. Yeah, it just sucks because you're in a position where you're kind of like, this is someone you care about that's going through something. 
you want to help them as soon as possible. So you're just throwing whatever at the wall, seeing if it sticks. Yeah. So sometimes it's better to let things ride a bit before you start throwing out all the answers and maybe just say, Hey, I'm here for you. You need anything? Let me know. Yeah. And I guess also if the person really needs it, they'll ask for it directly. Cause I yeah, was like, what should I do? Yeah. That's the spot I was in. And when I asked for it and I got it, that's uh, I'm not going to get mad at that. Um, yeah. It's later on when it's unsolicited. That's uh, it's worse. Yeah. But Different situations are difficult to navigate. Take it as it comes. Just be mindful that there's no malicious intent here. Yeah. And if I snap, I don't mean. But hey, we move on. So next week we're going to be in person. First time in a while. Yep. I haven't seen you since you got back. I'm excited for that. Ollie's excited. Oh he yeah. Lo- he loves you to death. He does. Right. He gets very excited when you come over. Um, oh, I decided that I'm going to join Michelle in solidarity and uh, try to not drink until she gives birth. Oh, all right. That explains last night a little bit more. What do you mean? Because I said I didn't have any alcohol in the house. And I didn't believe it one bit. I never, I, I really, I, I don't, I won't leave alcohol in the house because I will want to drink it. So I don't keep the house stocked with alcohol. All right. Well, I don't know how far back I'm remembering. I don't know if it was at the very beginning of the podcast or a little bit into it. At the very but, beginning of the podcast, yes, because that's when me and Michelle were kind of having our issues and I was drinking more than I should. I thought that went on for your entire life. I thought, I thought, no, I thought it was very common for you to just have a drink at night because because one of my good friends is like that too and it's not even like the problem it's just no. like that's that's his thing and i thought you were like that no no i i like weed more than but i i do think i i do enjoy my drinks it's not like an every night thing by any means but you know i kind of want to just stop because i know when i have a kid it's not going to be like I'm not going to want to be the guy that had a few drinks at home. And if something goes wrong, I can't be relied on. I need to be able to be relied on 24 seven. And that can't be a thing. If I decide I want to have a couple drinks at night. Well, good for you, man. Uh, I think that's great. Um, and I don't even know if that, uh, alcohol really has much value at this point in our lives. It, it doesn't. Seems, we've talked about it so many times. It seems to take away more than it gives. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll still do it once in a while, but uh, giving it up for six months and then, you know, doing it not much, very, uh, not very often afterwards. I, it's awesome. It's great. Yeah, it's something I need to do. So I'm excited to do it. I downloaded an app so I can track the days on my phone. Maybe that'll help. Get me excited seeing a number get higher. When was your last drink? Mm, this weekend we went out to dinner. And I had a beer. So I had a couple on one of my flights and uh, I was kind of trying to tie one on, but it didn't really work because I don't know. It's another thing about my sister and I that's different. Like when she had these flights, she has no shame. She'll just like hit the call button, have the flight attendant come over and say, hey, I want, you know, for me, I just asked for it when they came around. And that resulted in me having like three little shots of 
rum or whatever it was and yeah it's not really going to do much to me so it just didn't really yeah it didn't really do much you just spent uh, like 25 bucks to get a little sleepy no no everything's free on those flights oh all right yeah well you fucked up if it's free on those flights yeah. you gotta ding 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 would you do that mm, i don't know i don't like uh talking to people so yeah it's a little embarrassing too right yeah. like everybody's gonna look at you and yeah. everyone's gonna just five is that six yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how many does he have <laughs> yeah. like, is this gonna be a problem before we land and, and it would be too like yeah I, I mean, no i've seen you when you're tying <laughs> on it's not good it would, and, and not only that but it would take a few yeah you know five six seven i don't know eight nine ten what i mean it's a long flight 10 o'clock 11 o'clock 12 o'clock <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, if if it's a flight, I, I I'll I'll need the booze for the anxiety. So that maybe that's the next time I'll drink. The next time I fly, just to calm the nerves a bit. You ever see those videos of the people that get like, you know, at the airport or at the on the plane and they get kicked off because they're too drunk and they just see it all the time. I, yeah. There's like a a Reddit public freakout is probably what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I think that was yeah. Yeah, you see it maybe all the time. Yeah. yeah. The one that got tackled or like grabbed from behind and thrown the really short guy. Um, and there was another no. one where a guy had a knife in air and was like, I'm taking over the plane. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. He, he got taken down quick. No, the one I saw wasn't even that good. It was just this guy that like, I think they didn't let him on the plane. He was yelling at the cops and then the cops had to tase him eventually. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, I'm not like that. Neither are you. So no, even but... if I was super drunk, I have been really drunk on flights before when I was a lot younger. And I just, you know, I just get quiet. Yeah, no, I'm the same. If I do get drunk, it's rare that I actually get like drunk, drunk, though. I don't know. I just have like a couple drinks at night sometimes. It's rare that I get like wasted. Yeah. Very, very rare. But if I do, I'm just like super lovey-dovey i'm always like michelle it's like i always try to cuddle and i'm just like annoyingly all over michelle oh that's cute yeah very actually uh, peaceful drunk my worst one <laughs> is pretty funny um i was with the boys in vegas and we had a flight out the flight out was later in the afternoon and we used to go pretty hard in Vegas. So I was yeah. like, that's the last day. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. I'll just get on the plane in whatever state I am. And I think, I think the rest of them didn't really want to tie one on because they were you know, debilitated. It was rough go in Vegas when you drink every day, you know, and, and we were younger, but even then it's, it's, it's rough to drink every day. Oh yeah. That's a problem. So I was yeah. still in party mode and, um, I think I was playing poker with this big guy who ended up telling me he was the, the kingpin of Alaska, like this big weed dealer. And we went outside and we, we smoked a blunt together. And uh, that was, you know, I think everybody knows being drunk can go south after you get high too. Quick. Yeah. That's when things start moving weird. So I blacked out at some point. And before you got to the airport, dude. So what I ended up hearing from Dave, Derek and Steve was that they didn't know where I was. I wasn't answering my phone and they had to come find me. And we had switched hotels a couple of times. And I think I wasn't in the, in the hotel that we just checked out at. They had to go to the other hotel that we had just left. And I was like, 
I think I was passed out in the stairwell or something. <laughs> Before a flight? I'll have to get confirmation about this. But yeah, I was just dead somewhere. And uh, they ended up getting me up and we, we got to the airport. I think we were late and I was just belligerent. So, so what I just said, forget that because I was belligerent in the airport. And I was like, I guess I was, be- <laughs> this is the moment I took to like voice my concerns about the TSA and I was like TSA is bullshit you should be able to say bomb in the airport bomb 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 and, <laughs> and my friends were like stop 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 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and uh eventually I did get on the flight and um I remember I was sitting next to this like she's pretty hot I think she was a stripper or something and um I, I, I the people in my row must have been like fuck because I'm sure I was just oh, like, dude. you know, obviously drunk and I smelled bad, I'm sure. And I'm sure before the flight in the terminal when everyone's waiting, they're like, oh, man, I hope I'm not next to that fucking. Yeah, guy. I'm just and like, they get there, like my head. oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like burping and hiccuping, probably. Is he going to puke? And the, the last thing I remember, because I, I did I did come out of the blackout at some point, but I remember I, the girl like had a bunch of tattoos and I, I pointed at one of them because it was a cool tattoo. And I was like, oh, what is that? And she goes a tattoo oh my god and i was like yeah that's what i meant <laughs> that's brutal <laughs> oh my god yeah so that was my most drunk flight probably that is hilarious see i even if i were to get like super super drunk i'm even more shy sometimes i'm like no I'm, i don't want to talk i don't want anyone to know i'm just gonna sit here and look like this <laughs> yeah, I had passed the point. Oh, where, yeah. Yeah, it was just, yeah. I, luckily, I was subdued after that. I, I believe I was subdued after that. Good. That, that's, that is so funny. I would pay money for footage of that. Yeah, we were, uh, we were monsters back then. I remember, like, being in vacation mode basically meant let's drink alcohol. And there's a video of me and Steve at the airport. We used to take videos and like we were in TF Green getting ready for our Vegas flight, and I brought a water bottle, a Poland Springs bottle of vodka. And we, the rule was, I think this happened every single time we went on any vacation, where, wherever it was, you just you finish the bottle of vodka, and yeah. that's what we were doing. We were just sitting there with a can of some sort of Coke, some sort of soda, swig, 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 pass, swig, 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 pass, and you just finish the bottle of vodka. That's what we did every single time. Oh, another funny one. Sorry, um, this is a really funny one. We were going to Atlantic City, and um, Dave was living in New York at the time. So I forget if Steve lost some game or whatever. He had to drive. He was just the one that was stuck with driving, so that sucks. And I already planned this with Dave. So what happened is we, we drove from Rhode Island to New York, and we got to pick Dave up. And Dave's in, like, Grand Central Station, I think. Um, that's where he was working. or I, I don't know. That's where he was. So. It, it's a nightmare outside. Steve can't park. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Just go fast. He's like, go fast. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. Don't worry about it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so I go inside. I find Dave and I got a water bottle of vodka. And we sit down and I'm like, hey, Dave, how you doing? We're just like chatting, drinking the vodka. And uh, Steve's calling me. He's like, man, I, I come outside. I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm freaking out because it's, it's New York City. Yeah. Um, nightmare. Nightmare. And he's driving around. So so finally, we, we come outside. I don't know, probably 10, 15 minutes. And uh, it becomes apparent that we just drank a bottle of vodka. And now Steve is stuck driving us an extra three or four hours to Atlantic City. And we're just hammered. 
And I remember we kept playing the same song, uh, Boys Like Girls. Um, Good Charlotte? No, no, no. The, the band is Boy like, Boys Like Girls. There's a song called The Great Escape. And we would oh, yeah. do that. As, you know that song? Yeah. Throw it away. Forget yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we would we would play that at super high volume, singing the whole time. And as soon as it ended, started again. If so I was Steve, dude, I would have just and drove into traffic. Dude, he was so pissed. And it was oh. like. It was like three or four hours. And of course, as, as he's getting more angry, we're encouraged. Yeah. Know? So we, we just keep doing it. And it, that's all we were doing the whole time. It, it must have sucked for him. Oh, I don't know how he still talks to you. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he's done some shit. Can I do one more? Oh, yeah. We'll wrap up after this because I got to get to bed. I got a shower still. All right. Yeah. So this is an example of, of the other side. So one time, uh, it's me and Steve. We had visited my dad in New Hampshire. And it's just us on the way back. And it was a little bit cold out. I think the winter was just ending. And uh, Steve asked me to turn on the heat. So I said, sure. And, uh, you know, we're driving and it, it, gets, it gets a little stuffy. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to roll the window down. He goes, dude, it's, it's, it's too cold. Please just don't. And I'm like, all right. A few minutes later, it's getting like pretty hot. So I go to turn the heat down. He's like, no, man, I'm, I'm freezing. Like, you're not freezing. And he's like, I'm like, no, dude, I'm re- really hot. Like, I'm starting to sweat. He's like, just a little bit longer, a little bit longer goes on like this for like another hour and I'm so uncomfortable and he just starts laughing and he's like yeah I've been hot the whole time I just wanted to make you uncomfortable too that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> he's sweating the whole time yeah exactly he's just like it's been so uncomfortable I just wanted to play a prank basically and he's pranking himself the whole time yeah oh that's great that's a fantastic story yeah, yeah. I like that. That's really good. Fun times. Oh man. Well we're gonna wrap it up. I gotta I gotta get some shut eye, I gotta shower. Gotta get my shit together. Day one back at the gym tomorrow. Stay tuned. I'm gonna get jacked. No more booze. Gonna get jacked. You got some dick pills? I can't take them yet. Michelle's like, well, we're not done having kids. First, it was, oh, once we get past the 12-week mark, we'll be good. I asked her today, can I take this this testosterone stuff? She said, no. Is that like free shit from your work, or is that you buying it? Me buying it. Fuck. I was going to say, give that shit to me. No. No, 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 no. Get it on Amazon. It's 20 bucks. You got any good dick pills for me from your work? I can look. I'll look. Dude, give me everything. I want to be a science experiment. All right. It's just supplements. It's nothing crazy, but you, we'll see. We'll, we'll juice you up. Take it all. All right, Kyle. It was great to talk to you again. I love you very much. I'll talk to you soon. You too, man. Love you too. Have a Bye. good night. This is life being bound to love.